Welcome back to Becoming Your Best Version. I am your host, Maria Leonard Olson. I am a civil litigation attorney in Washington, D.C. What that means is I mostly help companies sue each other over breaches of contract. If you want to learn more about my legal work, go to PellsLaw.com. There's a link on my main website, which is MariaLeonardOlson.com. All of this will be in the show notes, so you don't need to write any of this down. I also am a TEDx speaker. My last, my only TEDx talk is called Turning Life's Challenges into a Force for Good. I think it has the capacity to help a lot of people not feel so alone with their life challenges. So if you are listening, please go on my website for the link or go on the TED website and hit the thumbs up button. That will help me gain more visibility for my TEDx talk and hopefully get another TEDx talk, which I'm applying for right now. I'm also an author and a journalist. My last book is called 50 After 50, Reframing the Next Chapter of Your Life. It has helped thousands of women up-level their lives. And because I write and speak on the Women in Midlife circuit, my work has taken me into contact with amazing women. I started this podcast four years ago to amplify the voices of the amazing women whose paths have crossed mine. I still believe in our society that women's voices need more amplification. And so I bring you every week an amazing woman's story. Today, we have Hazel Secco. She is the founder and CEO of Align Financial Solutions. She brings more than a decade of financial industry experience with a passion for advocating women's financial wellness. As a certified financial planner and as a certified divorce financial analyst, Hazel's mission is to empower women through education, enabling them to make informed decisions with confidence and clarity. Having experienced the financial and emotional strain of divorce in her own family of origin, she became a certified divorce financial analyst to better understand and support her clients during this challenging transition. She prioritizes addressing women's holistic well-being by collaborating with other wellness practitioners and healthcare professionals. Hazel's dedication to empowering women to take control of their financial lives is deeply personal. She has successfully navigated her journey as a business owner, mother, and wife, confronting personal challenges stemming from her cultural background, which is South Korean, and upbringing. Hazel, unafraid of vulnerability, shares her own experiences to uplift women facing similar situations. Her commitment to women's wellness, both as a mother and a female business owner, coupled with her collaboration with other wellness professionals, distinguishes her as a true pioneer 
in advocating for women from, from diverse perspectives. Hazel graduated from University at Buffalo SUNY with a BA in psychology. She came to the United States from South Korea in 2010 to pursue her studies and remained in the New York, New Jersey area ever since. Hazel and her company can assist women with retirement planning, risk assessment, divorce financial analysis, and investment management. I wish I had met her before I got divorced 10 years ago. You can learn more and follow Hazel at the links in the show notes. Her main website is alignfinancialsolutions.com. She's also active on Facebook and LinkedIn, where you can connect with her and learn more. Welcome, Hazel. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, uh, we're both in very cold, cold climates. So uh, Hazel's from is in Hoboken, New Jersey, and I'm here in Washington, D.C., where we had our first snow. And D.C. is not very well equipped to handle snow, unlike New York and New Jersey. <laughs> so everything is basically shut down in Washington right now. Schools are out. Some schools are in. It gets a little crazy here in D.C. when there's snow on the ground. So Hazel, uh, Align Financial Solutions, what, why did you start this amazing company? Um, I guess the starting point, so I was truly motivated to help women going through transitions because they didn't know where to go. They Okay, they had a divorce attorney, but attorneys are legal professionals. And then I just wanted to make sure that they understand the financial implications of divorce. I certainly did not understand that. And I am a lawyer and I actually did not take all that I would have been, that I was legally entitled to in terms of alimony. I just, I just did not have enough knowledge or self-esteem actually to go after what was legally due to me. I basically started over at age 50, went back to practicing law, took the bar, Maryland bar. Uh, I had been a member of the DC bar and hadn't practiced for 15 years. I had done some pro bono work during my at-home mom phase, but I started over at age 50 and I wish I had had someone like you to help me navigate that transition. So I wanted you to be on the show so you could help others give a few tips and that people could work with you to navigate this transition. So yeah. you're working really with- I appreciate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're working with a lot of women. I, I assume it's mostly women in your practice? Yes. And they come to you. How do they find you typically? Um, I guess they usually find through some of my social channels um, as a divorce financial planner, or actually a lot of the mediators or recently collaborative divorce processes have been very popular. Um, so the collaborative divorce attorneys or you know therapists uh, can refer their clients to me so that they can have a better understanding of 
their financial implications during divorce and how they can manage their finances after divorce. Well, that's great because collaborative divorce is a growing trend and it's so helpful to people going through this transition. I'm really happy to hear that. So typically a woman will come to you. She's probably scared. So it's good that you have a psychology degree. Uh, what, what do you say initially to women who don't know anything about their finances? What's a typical first interaction with you and your company? The first interaction would be a discovery meeting. We usually try to emphasize what's important to them, what they want to secure for their financial future. Because a lot of times, I think it's just a little counterproductive that the divorce attorney, they would go after like everything for anything just because their code of ethics would be to secure as much as possible for your client. Mm -hmm. So I want to just make sure what their financial goals and what's really important for them so that we can manage to secure whatever's important right now to understand um, and identify their goals and values in the future. Sure. That makes sense. So what are some examples of financial goals that women should think about? Um, I guess the most important thing is when do you want to retire? And when do if you were not a working parent, then when do you want to go back to work? And not that when do you want to go back to work necessarily, but when do you have to start going back to work if you were to maintain your lifestyle? A lot of the time, you know, nowadays, alimony, spousal support is not supposed to really be there permanently. So it's supposed to be there um, to until you figure out what you want to do or if you were to go back to school, how long do you have to go back to school for and you know, change the career path. So it's it's there temporarily to support you through that process um, until you actually find out what you're going to do for your financial future. That makes sense. So listeners, those are a few things that you should pay attention to when, if you have to go through this transition. I also, I have a lot of friends who are getting divorced right now it seems that midlife is another time of recalibration for many people when the kids leave the nest. Is that what you're finding in your practice? Um, definitely. Um, they call it gray divorce. It's a marketing term, but um, that's what my mom went through um, for her personal life. And that's where I find majority of my passion in empowering women uh, in midlife to go through their um, divorce so that they can find their own new beginning with their financial future. Wow, that that's really powerful, Hazel. I'm I'm really impressed that you chose this as your life's work and your career because it's sorely needed. And can you tell us a little bit about, a person without betraying any confidences, a person that you helped navigate in general, 
this transition and how you got that person from start to her new chapter? So like you said, um, it is frightening for women or anyone who's going to go through divorce or contemplating divorce. And um, usually they come to me uh, frightened and not knowing where to go, where to start, what to do. And uh, we try to identify what's really important for them. And sometimes it, these kind of qualitative questions take a while to kind of understand and get true answers. Because a lot of times like women or moms, they focus so much on their um, kids' lives. Like we sort of forget what's like really important for us. Um, but we have to, I always emphasize, we have to understand what's important for us, moms, women, so that we understand what's what can be done for our children as well. And uh, I'm sure children will um, be happy, glad to know that, you know, mom took that step to understand like what's important and what's their goals and values for them. So we do that discovery meeting. And then um, a lot of time during the uh, divorce process, divorce attorneys or mediators are involved for that legal process. And I'm the person who can uh, understand what's the tax implications of this type of asset division. And when, um, you know, this type of alimony or child support is provided, what does their future actually look like? When do they have to go to go back to work if they ever have to, or if they're early kind of in the stage where the kids are going to school? Um, and then depending on the custody, depending on, their current lifestyle, where they live, what they're like, I guess, uh, projecting their lifestyle and what the net worth and balance sheet is going to look like during divorce, after divorce, and how much can they afford to live in certain areas. And then um, all of those analytical um, process done, and then it takes a while. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people understand the divorce can be very lengthy. About so, how long in general are you seeing right now? I mean, right now it's just unbelievably long just because the court system is broken. Yes. Um, the In the Hudson County, New Jersey, it it's incredibly long right now. It's just, it's just ridiculous. It's like, I, I would say average over a year. Average um, over a year. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, as a litigator, sometimes you can't get to trial in the D.C. area for two years. So Yes. Yep. For uh, the trial. Right. Absolutely. Right. But if you're in a collaborative divorce, can you avoid going to court and just have an agreement that can be blessed by the court for the financial part of the divorce? Um. Not really, because you do need to, you know, technically be, you know, legalized this process. So you have to go to the court and um, do get approved and have the legal document until then you're not really able to, you know, process all of the quadro and like a legal proceedings. You do need that legal document to actually go forward with it. So 
it's just extremely frustrating because it, it is emotional and it is a very draining process. And then, you know, it is getting le lengthened by uh, these administrative stuff. And, you know, it's just very difficult for well, everyone. Definitely, definitely it is. So having someone in your court who's a certified divorce financial analyst is very helpful. So all of the listeners here today should know that Hazel's company and Hazel herself do this for people all over the United States. So she hasn't yet branched abroad. And while every state has their own divorce law, it's governed by state law, uh, and most of Hazel's clients are in the New York and New Jersey area. She is able to help listeners all over the U.S. with financial planning and analysis. So definitely go to her website and do a discovery call to see if she can be helpful to you if you are listening. At, that is alignfinancialsolutions.com. Or if you're listening from another country, perhaps... There are people who do this now in your countries. I know we have international listeners. In any event, going back to, okay, a woman walks through your door. She's scared. She doesn't know what to do. Uh, do you help her also with the temporary support before the court blesses the division of assets? Yes. So, um, I mean... Right. The temporary support would be, you know, based on, I mean, the, like I said, divorce process could be very long. So during that process, we should understand um, their expenses and their income and then the house mortgage or the big payments, where are they going to come out from? And then they might have to create a joint account uh, in between them in the meantime, until everything is finalized so that they can pull out some of the big expenses from those joint accounts. If it is fairly amicable and open, I mean, preferably they are still communicating, but mm -hmm. if they are, it's the best to have an open communication about how to deal with those expenses and then how to separate them and how to manage them together. Of course, that. That is something all of you, if you're going through a divorce, try to keep it amicable. It makes the whole thing go more smoothly. However, I do have friends whose divorces are not amicable and even people who hide assets, for instance. How do you deal with that? Hiding assets, um, yes, I do see them. And then the way that I handle, we we do need to hire a forensic accountant together who I trust. I would refer them out so that we can collaboratively work together because that's what they do. Uh, actually, a lot of people kind of confuse the forensic accountant with a, a financial analyst. Mm -hmm. And then the CDFA, divorce financial analyst, is the one who's also able to kind of project your finances out for the future and you know what you can do right now what division of the asset it it's equitable for you and your partner but the other portion forensic accountant is the one more investigative and then learning where's something missing in the assets and you know what's going on in detail in regards to the past yes uh we have to use 
forensic accountants in some of our cases because uh, that is an important piece of any of any proceeding of this type sometimes if people are not being forthcoming with mm -hmm. their balance sheets, assets, et cetera. So I'm wondering, have you ever had any clients where the woman comes to you, but she is the one with more money and the a business perhaps, and she wants to keep her business and her as much of her financial assets as she can and doesn't want her husband who she's divorcing to get more than he's legally due. Has that happened in your practice? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, anything could happen. And a lot, a lot of the successful uh, business women are out there right now. I mean, despite all the you know, I, I still believe there's like a huge income gap between women and men. Uh, that's a whole different story that we can discuss later. Right. But um, there are a lot of uh, successful women business owners. And uh, that is the case. But a lot of time, like women tend to care a lot more about custody and how they're going situ to situate their kids and the uh, parenting together. So I feel like Yes, money um, is something that they do care about, but it's lesser of a problem when it becomes the asset division discussion because they care and they talk so much more about their goals and values surrounding their children. Yes, that makes I, sense. I can see how that would be the case. However, I'm thinking in particular of one of my friends who's who was an empty nester and got divorced and wanted to protect her assets from her soon-to-be ex-husband. So is that something that you work on too, protecting assets of women who are more financially successful than the men they are divorcing or women they are divorcing? Yes, yes. Um, I mean, protecting assets and um, clarifying whose asset is who, like depending on what the state they live in, um, because, you know, there's a community property and, uh, marital property, uh, depending on which state you live in. But um, as long as you can uh, identify the marital asset and then where it's coming off from, to be honest, a lot of the time, uh, if you are the high earner, because of the like a spousal support and alimony and, you know, maybe lump sum payment from those sources are becoming more of an archaic concept I feel that it's it's a lot like yeah the protecting the asset for the marital property and your income and especially business um can be definitely discussed during the process why do you think it's becoming archaic I don't understand it's just uh during the court process and a lot of the during the divorce process, it's not as friendly to the lower income earners. So that's why I'm saying archaic. I see. I see what you're saying. Okay. So the courts you're seeing in your practice are less uh, friendly towards the lower earner and they're allowing the higher earner to keep the assets they created. Is that what the trend you're seeing? Um, yes. I mean, okay. if I'm really overly 
generalizing. Generous. Yeah, generalizing, yeah. Yes. you're generalizing. I, I see. But still, that's an interesting trend because that is a sea change from prior generations practices. So that's interesting. Thank you for sharing that. So if you could give uh, one or two tips to someone who is considering divorce, but is not yet starting that process, what would you say to a woman, especially in midlife, who's approaching empty nesting, who is thinking, I'm no longer happy in my in my marriage and I would like a divorce or would wants to explore the possibility? What would you say as a financial analyst that that person should consider now while they're considering divorce and the kids are gone? Definitely talk to, I always tell, um, they they have a question about CDFA. Where do you want us to, no, when do you want us to refer clients to you, to a CDFA? A CDFA, everyone, is a Certified Divorce Financial Analyst. Okay, Sorry. proceed. <laughs> <laughs> so Certified Divorce Financial Analyst is the first person professional divorce professional you should reach out to because once you talk to an attorney or once you talk to uh your partner for example about a potential um proceeding then a lot of the times what we see is that assets start to become hidden yes. and we don't want that to happen so Definitely discuss with a CDFA. I mean, you don't have to commit to one or you don't have to even go through the divorce, but understanding what's out there as your option would be crucial during this really difficult life transition. That's very good advice. So I think a lot of women in midlife don't even know that certified divorce financial analysts exist. They don't even know. I didn't know. I wish I had gone to a CDFA before my divorce started. It would have made everything easier for me. So everyone, go to a certified divorce financial analyst if you are even considering a divorce. And Hazel is a good one. So look her up, alignfinancialsolutions.com. She is genuine. Her mother went through a divorce. She's passionate about helping women through this transition. She's kind and she will help you. So, Thank you so uh, much. I will, I ask of all the guests on this program and I put it in a book, eBooks. I have two that have been published and I'm getting ready, ready to publish a third with the answer to this question, which is what do you do, Hazel, to become your best version? To answer that, actually, I've explored a lot of that uh, related questions regarding how to, you know, the become the best version of myself as a person who has been really chasing after the like a male version in the society of myself. Mm -hmm. I think the most important thing is to listen to myself, my voice. And what does that mean to you? It means that whatever other people might say, 
when I'm closing my eyes and listen to what I have to say or what I feel true to myself about, that's the best version of myself. That is truth. Truth. Yes, everyone. It took me a long time, many decades to listen to my own voice. I, I subjugated my desires to almost everyone in my life. And listening, listening to what your heart's desire is, is so important. And Hazel is decades younger than I am. And I'm so grateful that she knows this truth that leads to much more life fulfillment and happiness. And Hazel has two adorable little children who she will raise to be more aware because she knows this truth that one needs to be true to oneself and practice self-love and self-knowing and self-care before you can be uh, the best partner, the best colleague, the best friend, the best mother, all of it. If you're not true to yourself, you can't do the rest as well. So I thank you so much for sharing your experience, strength, and hope with our listeners. This is undoubtedly going to help many, many women. Thank you, Hazel. Thank you so much for having me. So you can learn more about Hazel's work at Align, A-L-I-G-N, Financial Solutions.com. Follow her work on Facebook at Align Financial Solutions, LLC, and go to her LinkedIn page, which is Hazel-Secco. So thank you, Hazel. Thank you, Maria.